This is Sunday Rewind. Take it back now, y'all. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now, here are your hosts, Tom Stevens and Mike Melby. Welcome in, kids. Tom Stevens, Mike Melby, another Husker Rewind. As the season comes to an end for a 5-7 and seven Nebraska football team that will not be going to a bowl again this year. Last time they went, 2016, they are the last Power 5 team to qualify for a bowl game. Uh, they won't qualify again this year. Even with the APR, I had heard that their APR might be good enough at 5-7. and seven. Well, you said that last week, and I was like, I heard their APRs in the 60s, so I, had, I didn't think that was well, going to be the case. Well, I read somewhere that it was top 20, but that apparently they, there's too many teams ahead of them. Uh, they are done for the season. And you know what? Beat Iowa. Find a way to win that game, and you're going to a bowl game, and we wouldn't have to talk about this. Find a way to beat Maryland. Find a way to win any of these last four games. You obviously had an undefeated October, and then – a windless November, and that's the way it's going to end. Uh, Nebraska football continues to struggle when it really matters. Uh, now 11-32. and 32. I think that's since 2017 in one-score yeah. games. 11-32. Yeah, like that. that is crazy. Yeah. You could almost try not to win and do better than that. Yeah. It feels like sometimes they're they're trying not to win. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I know they're not not trying to win, but... I know I don't it, it is. It's astounding. I I I don't get it. Um, I I know one of the things you know we're gonna have Steve Siplon from uh, the On Three Network here shortly. We'll ask him a ton of questions. Um, at the end of the day, uh, I've said for weeks and weeks, coaches, their main job is put their players in position to be successful. I think our staff this year, especially offensively, not defensively at all, and solely offensively. That staff failed um, miserably to put their players in position to be successful. Um, and I think when players had opportunities to make plays, they failed. Um, Tristan Alvano, buddy, I make a kick. It's your job. Yeah. I don't care if you're 18 years old. Well, you've got like 35-year-old Timmy Bleak Road on the sideline. Um, He's been through the ringer. I don't know why he didn't get a shot this year. Yeah, but, I mean, there was a time where Alvano struggled, obviously, at the opening gate, and then he had went through a stretch, I think, at some point during the season where he had made five of six and looked like he was back on track, and he made, a, I believe, a 51-yarder. 55. Uh, 55. Was it 55? Yeah. Uh, longest kick since uh, the Alex Henry kick. Yeah, 57, yeah. Um, so I thought he was kind of back, and I, I'm not just you know saying that his career's over. I'm just, he's a well, freshman. He's, a freshman. he's struggling. Um, but there's so many different – plays that could have been made and and we focus on the quarterbacks because most of the turnovers this year have come from the quarterbacks whether it's Harburg or Sims or Purdy and Purdy ends the game with an interception um and of course that's the way it ends um then oh. Iowa it should that's it that's a game that it should at least gone to a gone to overtime uh but you throw the interception Iowa immediately gets the long run they kick the field goal and another heartbreak for Nebraska it's just been one of those years. It's turnovers every single year. In fact, even going back to Pelini, I don't think they've won the turnover battle. Maybe one year, I think it was, yeah. uh, 2011 or 12, somewhere in there, that they won the turnover battle for the year. It's been a, a problem for Nebraska football, that is turnovers, for a long, long time. And 
uh, it continues to plague them. They've got to get that fixed along with the management. I mean, the, the game management by the coaches has been abysmal over the last four weeks. That's nice to say. I, I've got a lot of other words to use, but we can't say them on there about how the game management is. And there's nine times at the end of the first half, the game management by our coaching staff yeah. to me is just like, I, I have no idea what you guys were thinking. Yeah. It, it, and, and you and they try. And the funny thing is, he tries to explain what they were doing, and it's like what you're saying makes no sense in the common sense of football. So whatever, <sighs> Nebraska football. I, I'm literally make done sense. with Nebraska football. I just well, I'm you can't be up. at least go two more hours, and then you can quit at the end of the show because we got to talk Nebraska football. Nope. In fact, here's the opening we'll kick for Oklahoma. The Sooners are in white. We are in Lincoln, Nebraska, and we are ready to go. We are ready to go. Coaching Carousel is in full swing so far this week. I tried to keep up on everything as it was happening throughout the day. So I'm going to run through it. Indiana's Tom Allen fired. Houston fired Dana Holgerson. UTEP fired Dana Demmel. Michigan State names Jonathan's, Jonathan Smith from Oregon State, its new head coach. Jimbo already out at AM. Um, AM has a new coach as of an hour ago. Uh, Duke's Mike Elko, who was the Ooh. defensive coordinator. For, Do you like that pick for them? I think it's horrible. <laughs> I did get a nice year. They had two nice years. I, I did, but Mike Elko leading Texas A&M. If I'm an A&M fan right now, I, I'm genuinely like, really? Yeah. Okay. Three years. Yeah. I, I'll give him three years and he's going to be out. R- whatever. If you're, um, you're going to do that, you might as well just stay with Jimbo Fisher. Exactly. Right? Well, yeah, but guess what? They're, they're structuring this contract. Um, I, I heard the AD uh, statement by him saying something along the lines of it's going to have a nice base, but, you know, eight and four is unacceptable at Texas A&M. And so, like, you you make it to you, – you get your base unless you make the college football playoff, essentially. Eight and four is unacceptable. What I would do. I would kill for eight oh, and yeah. four right now. Exactly. Uh, Dino Baber is already out at Syracuse. Zach Arnett is already out at Mississippi State. Danny Gonzalez fired by New Mexico. Uh, Mark Stoops said, hey, I'm not going to A&M. He didn't even get a pay raise. He's staying at Kentucky. Uh, as we know, Brady Hoke announced his retirement from San Diego State. And I mentioned San Diego State and Syracuse specifically because Tony White uh, has been named uh, a a person of interest in the coaching search, it sounds like, for those two schools. Yeah. Um, several other high-profile coordinators are already out. Mike Yersich at Penn State, uh, the OC there, Alex Grinch, the DC at USC, Brian Ferentz at Iowa. Uh, and like I said, Mike Elko named the A&M head coach earlier this afternoon. Um, and interesting note, Texas A&M's Max Johnson, who lost the starting job, but took over halfway through the year this year and is a pretty salty quarterback, 474 out of 784, that's 60 and a half percent completion rate, 5,853 yards, 47 TDs and 12 interceptions. Max Johnson is in the portal. He played a year at LSU, and he's been at Texas A&M for a few years. I believe he's going to be a graduate transfer with two years left. I know you're kind of – I'm not excited about that, it. That, I, I wasn't excited, excited. When, when we were talking about uh, potential quarterbacks, I think a couple of years ago, Casey Thompson was one of those available. Max Johnson was one of those available for yep. Nebraska because yep. they were both in the portal at the same time. Yep. I said, go get Casey Thompson. I would be excited about that. I would not be excited about Max Johnson. I'm excited about 60.5% completion and then 47 TDs and 12 interceptions. Casey was better than that. I, but Casey's not available. Max Johnson Maybe is. Maybe he is. Does he have a sixth year? Does, or seventh or eighth? Because he didn't play this year, really. True. Maybe uh, he's available to come back to Nebraska. We'll see. Uh, I, I doubt he would after what uh, I don't think I've he heard. would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the volleyball team's dream of an unbeaten season came to an end in three sets 
up in Madison. Um, I'll be honest with you. I thought they were going to win the second set, and it was going to be a five-setter. I get it. They should. They should have. And this was one of those games that, for the first time this season, somebody made plays that was yeah. not wearing scarlet and cream. Um, and and I I mean, I, well, I just tip my cap to Wisconsin, man. They they're I, really I good. It. They're still really well, good. Anna Schmeck was back. And she played like it. I mean, she and Sarah Franklin together are ridiculous. Sarah, I, I, Anna Smrek is really, really good. But to me, Sarah Franklin is like the, the, I don't know, man. That that young lady is amazing. Well, the good thing is Nebraska is going to get the number one overall seed, right? They should. We'll know here in a minute. I don't know. We gotta uh, find we'll out. check. And I'll we're going to have John Twitter Baylor here. on next hour. Uh, I'm driving back from Minneapolis. By the way, uh, that was a team in Minnesota that had to probably win that game to make the NCAA tournament. Maybe they squeeze into the tournament. Uh, anyway, but they played really well, and Nebraska still held them off, and they win that three sets to one, and uh, you know they only lose one game on the year. They're twenty-seven and one, eighteen and one in the league, and I think that's good enough to get the number one overall seed. I, I do too. I don't think there's any question, but you never know because, yeah. as Tanya said, the NCAA selection committee loves to do things that make it really difficult yeah. for Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska uh, women's soccer team, their magical season ended Friday night. In the Elite Eight out at Stanford, losing 2-1 in overtime. John Walker's team finished the season 17-4-3. Uh, massive tip of the cap to the ladies there. A heck of a season. Uh, and Eleanor Dale, I think, should be the college play- player of the year this year. We'll find out if that happens. Amy Williams and the Hoops team sit at 4-2 after uh, a weekend at the St. Pete Showcase down in St. Petersburg. They beat Lamar 75-61 Thursday, then lost yesterday 88-81 to TCU. Next up for them is a game at PBA on Wednesday against Florida Atlantic and the men's team earlier this afternoon, 85, 72 winners over Cal state Fullerton seven and O are the Huskers first time since 92, 93 in 92, 93, they followed up that seven and O start losing to USC, losing to Michigan, and then losing to Southwest Louisiana, one Oh nine to 80 in that right. one. However, they righted the ship. They finished 20 and 11 and they were at eight or a nine seed. They played New Mexico state in the first round and New Mexico state, do you know what New Mexico State was that year? They were a team that was really old. They had a ton of depth. They could rebound the basketball. I remember that and loss in the sh- tournament. And they could shoot the three. Uh, they beat Nebraska at 93-79. New Mexico State, that team, that's what Nebraska has this year. Right. They've got a ton of depth. They can rebound the basketball. They share the basketball. They can shoot the three. And they <laughs> so, make free throws. And they make free this throws. This is the best free throw shooting team potentially. And now we'll see how it ends up. Yeah. I, they were only shooting like 72% going into Wednesday's game. Um, but they in that game, they made 28 of 31. Today, they make 19 of 20. Yep. They made 47 of the last 51. This is a t- I, I think it's real, too. I do, too. I, I think it's real. The 95% on 19 of 20 today is a PBA record for percentage. So they broke their own record. They were 12 of 13 against Penn State a couple of years ago. So, um, But they, they get the big win today. Uh, rank mass didn't play well. Holy. And here's the thing. They didn't play well today. They didn't play well. Rink Mass, 19-9-3. Casey, 5 for 5 from the floor, 4 of 4 from the line, 17 points, 4 assists. Bryce Williams, 14 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks. 5 guys in double figures. Juwan Gary, 13 points, 6 rebounds, and an assist. And then, to me, player of the game, Jamarcus Lawrence, 11 points, 2 rebounds, 6 assists, no turnovers. Jamarcus Lawrence is progressing very nicely yeah. becoming a point guard. I noticed that as well. He's a good ball on on ball defender. Uh he still is struggling a little bit. He was 4 of 10 from the field, but 
that, that was one of the better all-around performances that Jamarcus has had. He's starting to get comfortable. Well, that, the thing guard. to me, though, man, six six assists, no turnovers. And yeah. the shots that he took today, yeah. not one of them was forced. And the one he's probably kicking himself, the floater in the lane that he missed. Yeah. Um, but I, I, Jamarcus, or Jamarcus Lawrence, uh, he, he is. He is coming into his own, and I'm stoked and excited, man. I think he he's going to he's going to hit his stride here where he he's he's thinking less as the point guard and the shots are going to fall. Yeah. Cuz I think he's still thinking a little too much, but he he's starting to play like I thought he could play. At point yeah, guard. It, it, the only kind of frustrating thing today for me was Boogie Coleman just had a he had an off day and well, he had three or four turnovers. Four turnovers. The one yeah. was a charge that was like, "Come on." It, whatever it is what it is you're going to get some calls some calls don't you know work for you they're 12 of 30 on threes Juwan Gary uh hits his first air balls the next five and then hits his seventh <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I don't think that's exactly what I think he actually airballed four in a row and then hit one and then missed one at the end but um but he's making his free throws I I, I think he takes sometimes a few too many threes to your point I uh, hit that first one splashed it uh, and then took uh, several more. I think his next four didn't hit the rim. Yeah, no, uh, they, they didn't. We, he did hit the backboard on one, the good. side of the backboard. There you go. So, uh, I, but regardless. I think I, his shot has come a long way. He was two of seven from three today. He still got into double figures. He affects the game at a high level. Uh, with him and Casey back, I sometimes have a hard decision to make. I mean, who's been a bigger influence on this offense? Casey, who I knew would be great. Or Jawan Gary, who's just gotten a lot better. I think uh, it might be Jawan Gary. Well, and, and I don't think it's been Casey. I don't think Casey's Casey's played solid, but he's played very average for himself. Right. Like well, he, he had twenty three against Duquesne, but it was kind of a, today. it was kind of a a, a sleepy twenty three. Oh, I know. That's the thing. That's the thing. I don't think Casey's even close to playing his best I, game yet. I agree. Jawan Gary today. I, we're, we're kind of making fun of him because of the air balls on the side of the backboard, but it, it's not in 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 a negative way. It's like. He still affected the game so many other ways. Um, and not only did he have the six boards, um, but defensively on Max Jones, Max Jones is a player. When he could hit his shots, uh, he, what he's he a player. Uh, 30-something. Yeah, 30. I think I the think. internet's not working, so I don't yeah. know. Like, I can't get uh, Yeah, he had a great day. stats. But yeah, he had over 30 career high. Uh, but he did not have as anywhere near as good of a game after Jawan Gary started gardening. Yeah, he's a beast. I mean, Jawan Gary would be a good-looking NFL tight end. But, I mean, if he, if he could shoot like I think – today wasn't his best shooting day. But if he can hit threes like he has this year, that might get you to the next level. That might get you to the The, the way uh, he plays D-man is so fun to watch. Yeah. And he's a great re- – I mean, those three with Gary, Alec, and Mask give you some size um, – I, I just think those, those three really help Nebraska. Well, they, they didn't rebound. They were out-rebounded – to, or 15, I think 35, 35-35. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, 15, but they gave up 15 offensive 15 boards. 15 offensive boards, which really hurt you. Uh, yeah, but, and that was the thing, too. There was there was like four times today that we gave up an offensive rebound when we had three or four guys in the paint, and they had one guy, and right. that one guy got the ball. Yep. Uh, is that it? Yep, that's good. This is the opening kickoff there. We'll talk a lot about uh, Nebraska basketball today. We'll talk Husker volleyball. As we mentioned, John Baylor, who's on the road back to Lincoln after the game in Minneapolis last night, Nebraska wins in four sets after falling Friday night to Wisconsin. Uh, but the selection show is going on. We'll find out momentarily if Nebraska is the number one overall seed. I'm sure it's been announced already. We'll get to that. But we got to talk football. 
we still talk football, even though the season's officially over. What happened on Friday, Black Friday, against Iowa? The over-under, if you took the under, you were right. 13 to 10. Uh, the over, I think, was 24 and a half, something like that. I, but I, it was I think it dropped to 23 and a half. Did it really? Right before kickoff. Oh, wow. I so did they not know still, that. So they still wound up being under. Yeah. Uh, it is official. Nebraska is the number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament. Awesome. They will take on Long Island University in the first round. They have a chance to host the regional should they win. And also, Conference Foe Wisconsin is on the opposite side of the bracket. Oh, good. Which is the way it should be. It's the way it should be. Because uh, like, they've done that in the past where they put those two teams in the same region. It's not a, It's not always fun. I'm not, uh, not going to trash anybody that plays volleyball at the level that all the schools that are really good mm-hmm. at it do. And so no offense to yeah. Stanford, Texas, Louisville, Kentucky. But it needs to be Nebraska-Wisconsin for the national title round three of this year. I agree. It really needs to be. And it very well could be. Um, We'll talk volleyball, as we mentioned. But uh, let's get to football. Steve Sippel of Husker Online. We'll talk to him about uh, Friday's Black Friday. It was a Black Friday indeed. We'll talk about it coming up next with Steve Sippel of Husker Online next. 